Okay. Let me do my intro. Hi, my lovelies. And today we're going to be talking about a topic with Kasai, our special guest today. So, Kasai, do you want to start off today? Uh, I just, today, I just feel like talking about the Black community because I feel like there's a whole lot of, I feel like there's a lot of internal, like, hatred within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, like, touch upon those topics because we can't be doing that. Like, we can't act like we don't have a con- common enemy here. Like, right. yeah. well... Obviously, we've been seeing stuff on the internet and in person. It's not new. It's not not anything new to us, um, sadly to say. But I don't know. Crazy world, but anyway. So, since you wanted to talk about this, you could do like pointers or something like that if you want. You could start it off. Uh, I just want to see how you feel about like interracial relationships. Like, what? I'm mostly talking about like black and uh, white relationships, whether it's um a black male and a white woman, or vice versa. Okay, so how I feel about it. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh, um, honestly, I don't think it's a problem. I mean, like, we do have an uncle and an aunt that is in a relationship like that. Yeah, that's true. And been married for quite a while. So I literally never seen it as anything weird. I mean, like, it feels normal. She's never threatened any of us or her family either. I, I don't see a problem with it. I really don't, but you know, people are are still in that mindset that we're still all like we're bad people, and I don't see how we're bad with everything that we were put through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How I see it, it's like it's definitely not an issue. Mm-hmm. Like I don't look at her auntie and uncle and be like it, I I don't look at that weird like that's still my auntie no matter if she's white or not right um but when it becomes a problem and I see this mostly with our age and you know I know like social media mm-hmm. and TikTok and stuff like that isn't you know a very like professional like setting to get this information but that's where like all the people our age are yeah So that's how I know, like, people within our age group, Mm -hmm. like, there's literally, like, white women out here, like, talking about how black men are easy and they're just, you know. Yeah. I never marry one, but they're so easy. I mess with one for their body. A a lot of white women sexualize black men's body. Mm Mm-hmm. You see this, you know, um, online. You see this in explicit videos. It's just, yeah, uh, black men are supposed to be like big in the right places, and white women are sexualizing that, and that's the main reason why a lot of white women will get with a black man. 
That's and also like the black men, they're not they're not helping it. Right. They're falling for that trap and they're like mm-hmm. they're they're pushing other people away. Like I I don't know what it is with like black men and like white women and Latina women. Yeah. Which like it's not an issue to right. you know be attracted to those type of people because you know there there are attractive people in every race i'm not saying that yeah um one particular race is like ugly or they're just that's just wrong i'm just saying like they'll be like oh i like them but then overlook middle easterns black women mm-hmm. uh natives all these other people and they'll say yeah they'll like say it in a way where it's like they're putting white women and like Latino women on a pedestal and everybody else is just like I'm not even gonna look at that right like a lot of people on TikTok you know how like black guys be like either white girls or black girls I see a lot you know of course everybody has seen one of them if you haven't you know it's what it is but I kind of think it's strange not even strange. I mean, like, you love who you love. It doesn't matter even what race it is. But saying that, I'm just going off of what I hear people say, like, black guys, like, oh, I would never date a black girl because she's just ghetto. She brings drama and all this other stuff. And I said. Yeah, that, that's usually how they say it. Like, how do you even see that? Like, a lot of a lot of us aren't even like that. And I mean. Yeah, you can't, you can't just put them all in a group. Right. Say that. And then when like black women turn around and say, oh, black men are the weakest links, then mm-hmm. all of them get butthurt by them saying that because, oh, you can't put us all in a group and say we're like this, but they're doing the same exact thing. Well, but then they're calling all black women ghetto and loud and just uncivil and stuff like that. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. I just don't see how black guys can get mad at us for going to white guys because a lot of a lot of black girls like white guys asian you know whatever yeah, and they I see get that. mad at us when we don't want them and it's like but you're over here telling me that you don't like me because i'm ghetto and all this other stuff got it yeah and i don't really think um, i don't believe it's most black men i think it's just a small percentage but like we see them more because they're like yeah like vocal on the internet about it like i don't really think that they're doing it for attention and another thing that i think uh people are doing for attention is liking darker skinned women and here's why i think that okay so Again, this is off of TikTok. I'm not very professional, but that's where all the people her age are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see the light skin versus dark skin thing has been around for I don't know, probably uh, since we've been born. Right. But you know, majority of the guys you see vocal about on the internet, they like light skins. They think light skin. Every light skin is fine stuff like that um and dark-skinned women just just aren't it 
just saying things about Darcy Woman. And then I feel like when a girl, like a, a black girl sees a guy like uplift darker skinned woman. Yeah. It's like that guy gets praised. And I'm not saying everybody who's doing that is doing it for like the attention or like, um, what's the word? Validation. Uh-huh. But a lot of people, you can just, he can be one of those guys behind the screen that's like, oh, I don't like white girls or oh, I don't like light skin stuff like that. And he'll post a video uplifting dark skinned woman and then, yeah. you know, get the validation from all of them just because he did that. That's not okay at all. So I really don't think people should be praised for that. Like, that should just be normal. I mean, like, think about it. We don't know what's behind closed doors, you know? He posts something. We don't know what he does behind closed doors. But I'm not giving him an excuse either or anyone an excuse on that because a lot of us don't like our color. But we shouldn't be ashamed of what we are. I can't change how I was born to please you. That's that's how I would say it. And that's that's how it is. I can't change it. I think a lot of people um well I know a lot of people are like insecure about their color, just how they look and you can only do so much to change how you look. Yeah. Um, but basically, you're stuck, like, as you are. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is your body. Not a lot of people like their body. And then those are the type of people who, not always, but they usually seek validation. Mm-hmm. And then they see all this on the internet. Um, and if they're, like, seeing, like, how they look, get talked down on, that's not seen as attractive. And that could affect those people negatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even with not liking our color, you see a lot of white people, black fishing people. Yeah. And I've been seeing that a lot on every social media oh. platform. It oh, yeah. The white people trying to be, uh, like, basically trying to be black. It's just, yeah. That's that's out of hand, and I see, I even see people of color like defending it, kind of. I don't see how. I don't know. That's how I. They're like, oh, how is, how is hairstyle like culture? How are you gonna tell what to do with her hair? Right. It's like, I don't know. Something about it is it makes me feel uncomfortable like i walk i walk around um i'm basically near downtown and just see a whole lot of white people with their hair dreaded and it just it don't sit right with me like mm-hmm. and then you see all these all these white girls on the internet that have box braids and stuff like that their hair falling out it's just right I don't I don't understand how where 
we're a minority group and we're like we're like shamed upon or looked down upon yeah and then the people who are looking down upon us want to do things that we do mm-hmm. it's it's like you gotta choose when you either want to be us or you don't mm-hmm. I really don't understand the appeal or I don't know the word well like I said again that's a lot of attention like I've had I had um right friends and Latinas in the past and they never did that or anything like that you know because a lot of people are friends with any kind of race you know just to feel like they're part of it and a lot of people are like well they're just finding themselves you can't find yourself mixing another race if you're not that race and that's how I've always felt because one, I'm not like excluding you from it, but like that's not how it could be. Like a white person can't say the N word. No, you can't say it. And but a lot of people think that it's okay. Like, oh, that's my friend. I have a black friend, so I can say it, and they let me say it around you. That don't mean I will let you do that. Yeah, that doesn't validate you to say those type of things your ancestors didn't go through those things to you know for you to have the ability to say that word we say that word because it was it was used against us right in native way but if a white person says it that's literally the white people were the ones calling us that Mm -hmm. so you're basically acting just like your ancestors like right. 100, 400 years ago. But you know they that, get that defensive, right? Was... You know they get defensive, right? Yeah, I don't understand why they get defensive. If anybody should get defensive, it's us because you're literally, you're literally disrespecting us. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I didn't know or I didn't even know it cut you that deep like that. Like, of course you wouldn't, because you haven't been through it. I mean, like, I haven't been a slave, but I know and seen things that I wouldn't even want to go through that. Like, I know, like, if uh, we didn't go through it personally, Mm -hmm. but it still affects us on a day-to-day basis. We don't have to go through, like, um... You know, worrying. Actually, we still kind of do kind of worry if we're gonna get lynched. But you know, mm-hmm. getting getting whipped. You know, getting taken away from our family, our land, stuff like that. We don't have to worry about that to present day. But there's there's side effects of slavery that are still present to this day. Yeah, some of the t- it's it's like in white people like don't understand that like yes i've heard a lot of people be like oh you didn't go through it so it's like the problem Mm -hmm. i we're most black people are living day to day like you every time you walk outside you really don't know if you're gonna come back home right every day you had you're looking over your shoulder um you feel uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. I don't know. It maybe it's just me, but no, 
most of the time when I when I pass like white folks, I just feel uncomfortable. I feel like they're looking at me weird. Why you just because like because you are a certain color? Yeah, just because I'm a black male. It's just I know there like there's a lot of undercover racists. They won't like uh, yell slurs or stuff like that everywhere you go. But I know a lot of people are looking at me and just like Mm -hmm. they feel a certain way about me. Like every time I'm near a cop, like I really I got to think about everything I do because one wrong step, like I could, you know, anybody could end up being in the hashtag. Right. And those are side effects from what, like the past 400 years, what's been going on. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so, been worse. I mean, like it gets worse every time. I could say tell you that. Like with getting taken away from our families, it's not how it used to be in the slave days. Like you get sold or anything, but no, you are literally killed. Like at that point, like you're not getting taken away. Well, you are getting take, taken away from your family, but it's like a whole nother like way of getting taken away. Like. Yeah, and it's still. I know it's still happening. Um, right now I'm, and it's a lot of us, um, as well that is scared, and I feel scared for, for all the males in my family because you know I don't know what will happen, and I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, I shouldn't. You shouldn't have to feel that way about anybody. Right. Like, when somebody, um, let's say my brother goes out, he's like, he's having fun or whatever, or he's driving. I shouldn't have to worry about all the, you know, all the situations that could happen if he just so happens to get pulled over, like, that just runs through my head and that you know that kind of makes me afraid to drive because that's just another way you know I could end up six feet under because right you know I mean a lot of black people get killed out their car and for no reason and for no yeah for no reason and then uh most of the time nothing happens about it yeah there's I really don't understand that there's been a lot of cases that came to the light and I didn't even know about it but a lot of people are like posting it on any platform that they can and I even know that this even happened I think his name was Marcus I don't remember his last name but like he was sleeping in his car he was a black man and the police thought it was kind of strange that he was the only car there but he didn't have anywhere else to go and the police just shot him right then and there. And I was like, he didn't do anything. He was caught. He was, like, doing everything that he told him to up to the point where he shot and killed him. I was like, this case did not come to the light or on the news. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, there's basically a new hashtag every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I think it's just uncalled for. It's always been uncalled for. But 
I know that we're trying to change, like our generation is trying to change it. And I know orders, order ones are too, but it's like, it's hard. Like trying to save everybody. It is hard. It's like, it's like some, some days I feel like we're making progress, but then something happens and I feel like we just took five steps forward and then 10 back. Right. It's just, I, I mean, and I honestly don't think like I'm gonna see change within my lifetime. Well, I'm gonna see change, but I don't think I'm gonna as see much it. as you want. Yeah, I mean, we could only hope for the best and do as much as we can to get to that point, but. We can't just be the only ones. I mean, like, there's a lot of good officers out there. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. also, I need... And they have stood with us. Half of them have stood with us. But I need more of them to see see somewhat of a change and stand with us, too. trying to think of anything else I had to say about what I've been noticing. If you have anything to say uh, while I'm thinking, you could do that so it's not just like awkward silence for 30 seconds. Okay. Well, I know one thing that Seattle has a lot of um, memorials painted of the people that have passed. And we have signs near our Mm. library, near our house. And just to represent them to, like, make sure that everybody says their name because those people have lost their lives at a very young age. Half of them were taken from their kids and their mothers, their fathers. You already know that um, a lot of their names are actually popular for, for what happened to them. But also, they're popular because how their color was. Like it's another, yeah. bla- it's another police officer killing another black person. That's not how we're supposed to be known. You know what I'm saying? It's, and trust me, it's it's kind of weird to say that as well, because our parents had taught us like everyone's good to us, but then a lot of times things get taken away. And it's kind of weird as a kid to, like, hear that, like, it gets taken away. Like, what do you mean it gets taken away? But now as I get older, I had a lot of friends that have passed, not due to any um police activity, but, like, them doing it to themselves. And a lot of them just tragedies. A lot of families as well. But it's like, Dang, a lot of things you shouldn't take for granted because you never know. You really never know. At all. But did you figure out anything else you had to add? Oh yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking about this with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, me and her were talking about like how black children are raised. Okay. And I just feel like there's some very 
toxic like things that need to be uncovered. Okay. Uh, I can start with. I can start with the guys. I feel like okay. a a lot of black boys they either don't have their father and they uh grow up having like a internal hatred for their father or they um they do have a father but their father is either abusive or they uh or in most cases i think they're taught to like either not let their feelings go or express it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like even even me, I grew up holding a lot of things in. That's like how they define being a man. Mm-hmm. And like, gotta be the man of the house. You gotta be strong. Right. And that that stuff bottling up that's not it's not healthy for anybody yeah that's not and and at a certain point one thing one minor thing can happen you snap and you can really do something that you regret yeah and a lot of people think that you know black men just be like abusing people for no reason mm-hmm. but i think they get that way or because you know they built up all that rage, yeah. Since they were young, because that's what they were taught. They're taught to hold their emotions in. They don't know another way to let it out. Right. Even me, when I get upset, when I was younger, I was uh, taught to let it out. You know, hit a punching bag. So what's that gonna teach them? Right. When you get mad, hit something. You'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And when you keep that in your mental, um, no. State. Okay. So a lot, okay. A lot of boys get, you know, pushed to their mother. I feel like it's ooh, more mama's boys than daddy's boys. Yeah. So uh, they tend not to disrespect their mother in any type of way. But. Mm-hmm. I think it could lead them to being an abusive boyfriend or father in the cycle continue because this this girl, even if it's their wife, right? It's it's not their mother. Their mother, they're gonna respect her to like to the end. But a random girl, right? Like that's your girlfriend, but at the end of the day, that's still a random girl. Mm-hmm. What's holding them back from you know? doing that right that they don't know better mm-hmm. so um, I just have, I have an issue with like people that raise their sons that way that's just cause it could lead to a whole nother thing yeah it could it could lead to a lot like I mean like a lot of things like not even they could they could hit a police officer or just somebody they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. and guess what could happen to them? Like a whole bunch of things could go wrong with you know 
than being that way. Right. I mean, that tent, I mean, like, how you said it's on, like, black fathers and sons. I mean, like, it's a whole lot more with that because, you know, like, you have siblings. I have siblings. And how a, a black mother raises her daughter is to make sure that um, she's well-dressed. Her hair is done all the time because, you know, a lot of people says a lot of girls don't get their hair done if they're black. But my mother actually took really good care of us. But also, my mom taught us that we're independent. We don't need a guy or anything like that. And my mom still reminds me to this day that you're worth something. And I feel like you guys are pushed more to the mother because your mother has a sensitivity side. You know, she's sensitive in some parts. I mean, like, with my dad, I never sat down and had, like, a emotional talk. And, well, with my other father, I have. But I I don't want to bring that to my father because it's, like, I think my mom will have a better reaction if I, if I get it from her. So I just leave you alone. But I hate doing that because it's, like, I have a mother and a father. Yeah, but I think it's like you don't really they don't really know how to deal with that, you know? Right. Because my dad said like him him and his father weren't, you know, super close. They obviously didn't have a lot of communication. Right. So he you know he he definitely tries, but it's like not sitting down with him every week having a, a long conversation mm-hmm. and even if he does try you know he, it's not always no the grandma yeah, is just <laughs> they, they don't really know like what they're doing or how to handle it that's not necessarily their fault that's what I think I feel like a lot of boys black boys in some other races, not just single in one race out, but a lot of you yeah. need to like get the make the money. Like the wife has to stay home. Like I feel like that's still like the the mindset, and it's like, well, I can oh, do yeah, that we're... too. You know? Oh yeah, we're we're definitely um old fashioned, and mm-hmm. uh that could. Uh, segue into the girls this isn't always the case but you know right uh black little girls they're you know tied to cover up things and Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's in our genes or not like correct me if i'm wrong because i might sound stupid but i think we i think we have more like we have more girls that end up having more meat on their bones than you know the guys. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, like, I and, disagree with that. No. It's, it's like... Not not even more than the guys. Like, mm-hmm. More than other people, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But that being said, the 
taught to cover a lot of things up and they're they're raised like mm-hmm. they're raised like a sexual object in that they have to do this so then the the guys won't look right and that's just wrong like like school um school dress code mm-hmm. I feel like the school dress code that is such an undercover predator thing to do yeah because you don't hear you don't hear none of the kids complaining. No. None of the girls, none of the little boys. Mm-hmm. The little boys, them being teenagers, they're gonna be some some horny people. Right. But what what is a little boy really gonna do? Mm-hmm. On school grounds. So but these these 30, 40, 50 year old history PE teachers to be specific mm-hmm. them like making this dress code for the girls so then the guys won't get distracted quote unquote the guys won't get distracted if they're feeling like that's gonna distract somebody then how are they viewing the little girl dang you just got deep right there I just feel like the school there's a whole bunch of undercover predators in the school system I mean like like I really believe that you're not. It's it's not gonna come to the light right now, but you know. Oh, not. it's definitely not. But I'm just saying. I know there is. Yeah. I never really got the dress code. Like you can't wear spaghetti strap. I mean, like I understand that you're not supposed to wear that. We're at school. I mean, like we're there to learn. Not, but a lot of us look at our. Yeah. Okay. There, there's definitely. There's definitely some things that you know, being a. a you know, a decent human being. Nobody's gonna, right. you know. I'm not saying go to flash, their flash their private parts and stuff right. like that. I'm not saying that because, like, of course, your mother and your father have made, gave you more common sense than that. But like, if you're there to learning, you're not folk, and you're focusing on the schoolwork. You're not focusing on what the girls are wearing. Like, literally, you don't. You're not paying attention to it, especially the teachers, because you're the one who's teaching. Teachers are the one who's teaching. I've never, I've never heard somebody complain about what a girl is wearing, unless, unless it's some girl wearing like a skirt in the winter. Because who does that? Okay, that's not, that's not really sexualizing her. Just who wears a skirt in December? It's cold. It is cold. The person, the people making the dress code is the school. It's the teachers. The teachers make the rules. And the board. So I know there's not little boys coming to the board meetings talking about, oh, I don't think this should be allowed. Or this. Right. No. It's all them nasty adults talking about, oh, well, when 15-year-olds wear spaghetti straps or when I can see their shoulders, I think boys are going to get distracted. Right. Things like that. Well, I don't know. Because, honestly, some girls have a problem with y'all's dress code. But, honestly, I don't pay attention to how you dress. I really don't. As long as you have clothes on, we're good. Okay? Like. It's, it's just it's just simple. Um, mm-hmm. Don't for for either 
for either. Mm-hmm. Have a have a shirt that um uh covers your your chest, your breast, whatever. Yeah. Cover cover your thing in the front, cover your thing in the back. Right. And it's simple. It is. It's literally simple. Who would come to school having having the thing out? Actually. Unless they have no home training. Mm-hmm. At school, I've never seen somebody. Actually, I've seen once. I've seen once where I was like, this girl is allowed to wear this. Um, Cause a lot of people, yeah, was, honestly, I feel like a lot of us talk to our parents in a crazy way these days, and it's like, how are you oh, still yeah. breathing? Like, if I ever said that, I'd be looking at them. I'd be like, eh, um, I see a lot of parents that are scared of their kids. That's what's the crazy part about it. I don't understand it. Like, when I first moved out here and I said, you talk to your parents that way? I said, mm-mm, no. I said, we can't be friends if you do all that because I'm not going home to talk to my parents like that. No. I understand if you get into an argument with your parents. Mm-hmm. Because that happens sometimes. Conversations get blown out of proportion. Yeah. But you don't necessarily disrespect them. I, I hear people that literally disrespect their parents on a daily basis. Right. How do you do that? Because mm-hmm. they want to. They're grown. Just, That's what they say. Oh, don't even. Don't get me on. Don't me get no, me started on the people who think they're grown. I, I got it. I got it. Um, a time span on this. So. What is the time span? We got like two more minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they crazy. I'm telling you, they're crazy. That's how they think that they are. Big and bad. I would uh, never. Oh, I know you would never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think I'm a challenge, my father, when he's like probably double my weight? I am 131 pounds. Cause I see you think I'm going to do something? No. And even my mom. Yeah. My mom probably, my mom's shorter than me. She's probably way less than me. But she's still not. She can't go, no, home. she's scary. She can throw hands. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> I see these people. I see these little girls, you know, that their mom. I'd be like, are you good? Like, so you must think you untouchable. Right. Cause, no, That's, never a day no. in my life. The day that I do that is the day that I die. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. But, we're gonna wrap this up. So thank you for coming today, cause I am glad you covered these topics with me. So y'all have a blessed week, and that's the end of it. <laughs>